Hey guys, you're listening to episode forty of the School with Intuition Soundcast, and I'm Natasha Che. In this soundcast, every Saturday, I talk to you from my couch, and I share with you a piece of teaching that helps you to tap into your intuitive connection with the source, with your higher self, in order to live a juicier life and for you to make a bigger impact in the world. And I love, love my listeners, and I love hearing from you guys, because whether you realize this or not, you are the light of this world. And for example, this week a listener of this soundcast, Matthew, wrote in, and he said, "Since first coming across your materials, I have published my third book, launched my website, got a lawyer to help set me free from my old contracts." And started rewriting my first novel the way I feel it needs to be, with the voice of a wiser man, and to bring the fifteen-year gap closer together. Thank you for your useful advice. This world you're creating is most excellent. Well, congratulations, Matthew. That's what I'm talking about because that's why I do what I do. Because what I realized is. You know, no matter what I do, I'm just one single person, and the amount of impact I can create in the world is always limited. But if I help you to shine your light more brightly, to help you to discover your light and your gifts, you are going to go out there and create a beautiful life and make it positive change in the world. And collectively, we are powerful. So you know that really motivates a lot of the you know things that we that I do, including making this soundcast. So today I want to talk to you about something very important. If you are on a spiritual journey, I think this is something. It's just, it's a very important topic. But to be honest, you know I don't expect this to be a very popular topic or episode because I know this is actually. You know, most people they don't feel called to approach this and to, because it's part of the reason is because it's scary. And the thing I'm talking about <laughs>、uh, here is emptiness, nothingness. So to me, you know, I think one of the most important spiritual skills you can cultivate is. Your relationship with emptiness, and I'll tell you why I say that. Okay, but first of all, not everybody is called to develop a relationship with emptiness. Actually, you know, most time in most people's life, we try to avoid it at all costs. We don't want to feel empty. We're not interested because you know, first of all, it's scary. And I'll tell you why it's scary in a minute. But secondly, you know, seriously, it's just not a lot of people's destiny. It's not in their life plan to actually have that experience or to explore the space of emptiness. Most people, it's it's not in their life plan. It's like、uh, you know, I drive a car. It gets me from point A to point B. But am I interested in knowing what's under the hood? You know. 
for the most part, I'm not interested. You know, I'm only interested in you. Know, for most people, they're we're living the life, we're living the emotions, the stories, the drama, and that's you know busy enough, right? And if I'm driving a car, I'm not interested in seeing the ugly engine <laughs> under that lid, right? So you don't you don't want to know. Most people don't want to know, and they're consciously avoiding it. However, what I can tell you is this, okay? If you master this relationship with emptiness, your life will be just your life will be so different. You will live more free. You will things will not things will hardly phase you, no matter what happens. You know,、um, external shocks happen in life. Events and incidents happen in our life. Ups and downs. Every day we go through those. But anything you experience. Will not likely to face you. You will be so much more resilient. You will be more creative. You will hold your emotions and other people's energies differently. You will hold them with a much lighter quality. You, your your life will just the you know go smoother. And also, you will have the balls to live bigger, to take risks. Playing small will not be. A problem if you have a mature relationship with emptiness, and it will not even feel like you're taking a risk or you're being courageous because it will just feel like so natural. And I will tell you why it is the case. But I know some of you may be thinking, "Okay, this doesn't sound bad." <laughs> okay, so what exactly do we need to know here? So what? I'm going. I'm so. I want to tell you what I'm going to cover today. Okay. Now, first of all, I want to talk about emptiness itself. What is it? What is not? Why it's so scary? Right. What What it actually does、uh, when you have a relationship with emptiness, and then we will do a practice that we will actually dive into your emptiness. We、we'll、actually. Welcome that emptiness into your consciousness, and you know this is something you don't have to do, right? If any of if any of what I said so far doesn't resonate with you, then you know don't even go on listening to the rest of it, because again, you know not everybody is called to to take this path. It's a it's a very very unique thing, so. But but I hope that if you have if if you listen through this if you practice that practice you can call it meditation or whatever that we are going to do together by the end of this episode you will feel a sense of freedom a sense of space that you didn't have before about life okay so now first of all I want to talk about what emptiness is. Why emptiness is so scary?、Um, first of all, I want to tell you a personal experience, and it may not seem directly related, but it actually is. So, quite a few years ago, when I first got out of school, I got my first job, and I started making money, and I saved saved some money, and I bought my own place. So I was really, really excited, right? First time homeowner. I just went shopping and bought something big. And 
the first day, actually the first few days, I first moved into my house. I was so excited. I thought, okay, everything's so great. I have a bigger place, bigger closet, big, you know, bathrooms. But the thing is, this is something strange. The first night, I couldn't sleep. I was all nervous and anxious, and you know, I I got up and I walk around. I lie back down again. I still couldn't sleep, and I knew why. But the fact that I I knew why doesn't mean that that the feeling went away, right? Those are two different things. And the reason why is because my human self was freaked out about this much bigger space. Well, it's not like it's a big house or anything. It's you know, but but the thing is, I had been at that point living in a really tiny, very small studio apartment for quite a few years. And it was one of those places that felt felt like a toy that you can hold in your palms, and I had lived in that space for a long time. So my body, my human self, was used to having that boundary, having that limit, having that much of a small limit, putting a lid on my existence. It felt safe. You know, because that's that's what I knew. That's what my ego knew. And then I suddenly moved to this、uh, much bigger space, and then my ego felt lost. It felt like, oh my God, where's my identity? Where's my boundary? <laughs> How do I navigate? Like this much bigger space is completely, you know, terrifying because it's hard. For my human self to establish its identity in relation to this, you know, much larger space, and I'm telling you this because that's exactly what happens. Very similar to what happens when we are touched <laughs> by emptiness. It's not like a physical thing, but your being feels it, and instinctually. It triggers this fight or flight response from the ego, right? So, a lot of people, when 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 they tell you, "Okay, I feel empty," they are what they are feeling is actually not emptiness, because emptiness is not a feeling by definition. It's nothing, nothingness, right? You cannot feel anything in nothingness. It's like you cannot taste air. If someone Tells you the air tastes like such and such. They're talking about something else other than the air, right? So, by definition, empty emptiness itself it doesn't make you feel anything. What you are actually feeling is your ego's response when your being is being contacted by emptiness. And that response is usually not a pleasant one. It's usually in the line of feeling scared, feeling anxious, feeling anxiety, feeling like feeling lost, confused, and a huge ball of fear. And so, th- and you know, that's why you know a lot of times people mistaken this event of 
being contacted by emptiness, we mistaken it as anxiety, as depression, or even as illness. But it's actually not. It's it's just your you know,、um, the nature the nature of human identity, the nature of ego is it needs something. It's always a, a dual space. It it needs something to play against in order to find, in order to define its own existence. Right? It's like in, it's like like in, you you have to the ego has to know what the boundary between between what you call you, and the rest. Of the world, right? When when that boundary, when it cannot find its boundary, it thinks it's it's going to extinct. It's going to be annihilated, <laughs> and and it's freaking out, right? And 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 also that that freaked out response, it's it's your human self trying to protect you from this thing, <laughs> this nothing that seems like a you know annihilation. And also, if you look at how the human, how your body's neural system develops, it really it needs constant stimuli in order to develop healthily, right? If you put a baby, you know, people did research, and if you put a baby in an environment where there was no response, no stimuli from the outside world, the baby grows up like an idiot because it it doesn't have any sense of It doesn't have any sense of discernment, right? So, so in order for your neural system to grow to, to um to develop healthily to to stay healthy, we need that constant the constant stimuli, the constant differentiation from the environment, in order to function as a normal human. So, but but the thing is, when your consciousness, when you're in the state when You are being approached by emptiness. It has this quality, which is the opposite of stimuli. It's completely neutral. There's nothing in it. No feeling. No emotion. No meaning. No story. No whatever. Okay, and then your body is freaking out because, by its past experience, you know, it knows like. Well, th- this space feels very weird. This is not where we should be right now. It's like、uh, if you've never seen what's under the hood of a car, and you see it, you know your the. If you go to a car dealer, <laughs> I know, that, like the first time I went to buy a car, I walk into the car dealer. And the salesperson trying to lift up the the lid of the the engine and try to show me the engine, I was actually quite freaked out because I was like, "Oh my god, I I I don't want to see this. I don't want to know this. It's totally outside of my comfort zone. I just need to know what the car can drive, and that's it." So, so 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 that's that's why you you're having that response of the that feeling of emptiness where we feel like, "Oh my god." I'm facing this giant abyss of unknown. I don't know what's in it. Well, there's nothing in it. <laughs> I'm facing this giant abyss, and I'm so totally freaked out. It's on multiple levels. It's triggering your survival instinct as a sentient being, as a human. Right. That's why it's just so so scary, and that's why. 
you know, most time we don't want to go there, and we try all sorts of ways to not go there, right? So one of the reasons you see a lot of you know people in teenage years in their development years they develop some kind of you know addiction, some kind of、uh, you know drug abuse and things like that. To some extent, it's because we felt the call of emptiness and we didn't know how to handle it. And the our response when we're not so wise <laughs> and we didn't know what it was, our response to the way we try to handle it is we try to suppress it. We try to put lid on it. We try to you know find something else to distract ourselves that、so、we don't feel that so. Freaky, unnatural feeling, right? That's triggered by the emptiness. So for me, you know, this has been always. It, it has been a constant. I've always been contacted. <laughs> I've always felt this space of emptiness ever since maybe I was six or seven. But for the most part of my life, I didn't know what it was. Right? I didn't develop any, you know, physical addiction or anything. But for a long time, I was, you know, very addicted to. Being a high achiever, you know, use all sorts of busyness activities, projects to, you know, to some extent, to not feel, not go, not go there, not go into that emptiness where it seems like nothing is meaningful, you know, nothing matters. It's hugely scary, right? And. Also, I was, you know, in my twenties, I was addicted to relationships. I, you know, I couldn't go on like a couple weeks without dating, because again, it was like a survival mechanism. To at least a part, the the part of the purpose, and that what I was doing is try to avoid that emptiness. So, so, but then, you know, why, why, why am I telling you that's actually something that's useful? If it's just what I've t- been telling you so far, it's like it's bad, it's terrible, <laughs> triggers this、uh, fight or flight response. But but how is that? How is that going to help you, right? And and what what I want to tell you is it 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 is emptiness, is a doorway, it is a invitation, it is a init initiation for you to that it can initiate you. Into a into another level of consciousness, and it can change the nature of your existence. Because, and the reason is 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 the following: you know, we we are usually so immersed in our human story, in the daily events, and you know our goals and our desires, or the stimuli and drama, what we call the phenomena of the world, right? A lot of people, spiritual people, say, "Well, the phenomenon of the world is an illusion." I think that's bullshit. <laughs> it's not a illusion, at least not in a negative sense. It's it's just what it is. You know, it's one facet of how existence is manifested. Okay, but but the thing is, that's not the entire truth. And that is, that is not even the deeper truth of what existence is. So, when you feel this feeling of emptiness, when you are being approached by emptiness, this creepy dark animal, as it seems, 
It's actually not, but it feels that way. It's a calling for you to actually peel back that curtain of existence, to lift that lid of life, you know, to see what's under the hood, and see it as what it actually is, which is nothing. And that's something our human self, our ego, absolutely takes on as the worst news ever. <laughs> But if you think about it, it's really the deeper truth of life. And we live in a world of matters, right? Things that you can touch, and things you can see,、uh, things you can feel. Even things like emotions and energy—they are matter. It's just they are lighter matters, right? They're not a desk, they're not a truck, but they are still matter. But if you look at every kind of matter, you know you—you've all been in, you know, high school, in physics class, you're taught every kind of matter is composed of what atoms, and what is an atom? I remember I was, I remember in high school I was my physics teacher showed me this model of the atom, which is very disappointing, <laughs> because it was basically this little dot, this nucleus, right, hanging in the, this、uh, giant ball of space, this giant nothingness basically. It's this little planet, little dot hanging sadly. <laughs> In emptiness. So, if you look at things from that aspect, what we call matter on a subatomic level is not matter. It's actually mostly just emptiness, just space, right? So, what appears to be solid matter. What appears to be the phenomena of the world in their fundamental nature of how they are constructed—it's—they are all constructed from emptiness. Now, you maybe have—you may have the experience when you know, maybe you're obsessed about something, maybe you're anxious about something, and someone said to you, "Just chill. It doesn't matter at the end of the day." <laughs> that actually has a lot of truth in it, because at the end of the day, what we call matters—they're not matters; they're emptiness; they're nothingness. Right. So that's actually that's something. When someone tells you that you don't need to care about something because it doesn't matter, <laughs> there it's actually literal truth. Right.、Uh, although that's not. How we feel most of the times. So, but the, the truth is, things that you think matter <laughs> in life, they actually don't. They're not matter. <laughs> so,、um, what was so so so? What can you do with that realization? That realization is golden, actually. You know, whenever. 
when you have that, when you really have, when you really have that realization on a deeper level, that everything is nothingness, your life changes completely. Because you realize, really, you know, nothing that you experience <laughs> matters, right, on a certain level. Now, what I want to tell you is, don't go around thinking. This is not a way. I'm not telling you a way to actually suppress how you feel, to actually, to justify not feeling a certain way. Not feeling bad, or not feeling sad, or mad, or anything, right? I don't want you to go around and something happened to you, and you go around and tell yourself, "Well, it doesn't matter because everything is atom, atom is space. <laughs> There is no matter, so nothing matters. I shouldn't feel sad or mad or angry or anything, <laughs> and that's not spiritual. If you if you do that, if you do that, that would be the You know, biggest bunch of spiritual crap ever, <laughs> and you will be doing yourself no good. That's entirely. And also, some people they call this spiritual bypass. That's what I'm talking about. That's not something that you want to do. I don't want you to to take this as a as a concept, as a justification, as a argument in order to avoid life <laughs> on the normal level. That's the opposite. Of what I'm talking about. Okay. What what I'm talking about is, you know, when you are truly having a mature relationship with emptiness, when you master that relationship with emptiness, when you get a taste of what it is, and you're and you have a, you know, um, you have a balanced relationship with it, it helps you to see the world differently. It helps you to handle everything in your life. From a different perspective, from a different energetic space, it's like you know you when when you are being initiated into this world or this non-world of emptiness, it's like you now have the privilege to have one foot in the primordial space of creation. You have another foot, the other foot, in the phenomena of creation, and that is a wonderful space to be, <laughs> because you can hold both at the same time, and you are. Then it makes you a lot more powerful in actually creating the phenomena in the world, and it helps you to live life. From a place of enthusiastic detachment, you're passionate about life. You're, you know, you're into what you're doing. You're into your relationships. You're, you know, you're interacting with people from loving, honest, authentic space because you, you have, you know, you have nothing to hold back from. But on the other hand, you have this underlying detachment because, at some level of your consciousness. You know that none of this actually matters. So that's why. <laughs> that's why it's it's actually I said、uh, the one of the most important spiritual skills to master, if 
you feel called to this approach. Now, the, but but the thing is, uh, again, a lot of a lot of times people are people are not called to go this route, and they don't have to. You know, you master the world of phenomena, the world of creation. It's hard enough, <laughs> right? And but the thing is, if you have felt emptiness, if you have felt this reluctance and this fear, and this you know、um, instinct to actually cover it up,、um, to do something about it, to wrap it around to some kind of boat, some kind of flowers. Uh, you know that is a sign that you you've been called, at least to some degree, right? Like I've been called to know emptiness since I was very very young, and I didn't know what it is because I wasn't ready, right? So, do you answer the call? At some point, I think you know. For a lot of people who are listeners of this soundcast, at some point you've been contacted by emptiness, and when you f- when you feel that kind of hollow, empty feeling, just know that it's you know it, it's like life saying, "Hey, can I can I show you something? Can I show you the nature of life?" And most of the time we say. Not interested. Go away. <laughs> right. That's most time. That's our attitude.、Um, whether it's、uh, you know the emptiness, they can show up. Sometimes it's situational. For example, a significant relationship got removed from your life. A significant career identity got removed from your life, and you realize, oh my God, there's this huge void left in this place. And sometimes that's that calling, that initiation emerges from situations of your life, through the situations of your life, and sometimes you know it just it it doesn't it doesn't use any pretense, it <laughs> doesn't use any you know、um, intermediary. It was just something spontaneously happens. For me, it's usually the case. I feel empty, feel this empty for whatever reason. I don't know why. Just nothing feels right anymore. <laughs> So, but no matter how it emerges, just realize it's a call from life that says, "Hey, do you want to see something under the hood?" <laughs> And it's your choice to say yes or no, right? And if you, if this is part of your path, if this is part of your callings, your, if this is the part of your path of the growth, growth of your soul. Just know it. Just know that it it's not gonna go away. <laughs> Life is very persistent in, you know, asking you to answer that call. And it's not like、uh, it's forcing you to answer a call. It's like, you know, I I know that you know for the most part of my life I was like, okay, go away. I don't want to see this. And then I try to do something to cover it up. A few sl- a few days later, it came back again. How about now? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see it now? So it goes like this, and eventually I was like, "Oh, this is so terrible. Let me see what's going on here, right?" And I, and then I realized, "Oh, okay." So when I actually go into it, when I actually have that courage to 
despite all my fears, despite all my fight or flight response to this, if I ha- actually have the courage to go in there, there is a gold mine inside. <laughs> okay, a gold mine of nothingness, by the way. <laughs> so, and also, actually, this week I felt called to talk about this because I've been feeling a lot of emptiness this past week. And usually, you know, also something for your reference is at, at this day and age, at this time and space in our life right now, where we are going through this global transformation and shift in consciousness. If there is any period you feel this intense emptiness for no apparent reason, usually it signifies, it signals that you are going, you are being you're going through some kind of consciousness upgrade. You are going through some kind of shift in consciousness. And that was going on. That was what's uh, underpinning it. So just information for your reference. Okay. So, but nowadays when I'm feeling that emptiness, my attitude is I still feel the fear, you know, because Again, we're talking about emptiness itself. It doesn't feel like anything. If you feel emptiness, that's actually your ego's response, your human self's response. And that response is usually not pleasant, right? I still feel the fear, but I know what it is. And I'm at, I'm, you know, at a space where I say, oh, okay, here it is. Hello, come in. Let's explore. Right? Let's hang out together. Despite all that human, you know, being human self, that humanness being triggered and so on and so forth. So that's something you may feel called to do. You may feel called to practice as well. So, and then, you know, I promise you we're going to do a practice. We are going to visit emptiness. And you don't have to do this, okay? If your human self is like, no, don't go there. I don't feel comfortable. Then fine, skip this. But if you feel called to do this, it's actually a very simple practice, which we're starting now. So first of all, I want you to get centered, right? You may not want to be driving right now. (laughs) If you get into an accident, don't call me. Don't send me an invoice, okay? So get centered in your own space, and then I you you want if you want to close your eyes, fine. You know, not a requirement. Um, I want you to zoom in with your attention into that center of you. So what I mean is, you know, you. You feel things, you think things, that's your consciousness, right? Direct that consciousness, which is attention. Attention is directed consciousness. Use that attention to go deep into the core of you. It's like a magnifying glass. Zoom in and zoom in and go deeper and deeper. Zero in to that core center of your existence. I'm not going to tell you where it's located. You already know it. So go with your instinct. And consciousness is mostly not matter. It can go straight into the 
subatomic level as fast as it can, as fast as as you want. Okay. So I want you to zoom in, and then zoom zoom in again. Go deeper and deeper into this. You know, really very minute space that is your core. Go deeper and deeper in there until you reach the space, the non-space of nothingness. Until you cannot zoom in any further, you've reached. You can. You, you feel like you've reached the ground. You've reached the center. Okay. So if you are there, now I want you to stay there. Stay put. For a bit, you, you know, you can you can wander around. You can you know <laughs> do some stretches, whatever, move around, but stay there. Stay with that space. And I want to remind you of this: where you are right now does not show up on the map. It's not a physical space. And where you are right now, you have no identity, no emotion, no energy. This thing called、uh, I doesn't exist anymore. It's completely neutral, and this non-space. Is where the world gets created. Now, if you're feeling like you're nervous, or you feel like your heart's pumping for some reason, it's okay. If you can stay with it, stay with it. Okay. If it's if it's too much for you, then you know come out. But If you can stay with it, and if you feel like you're you're a little bit nervous, send love to that part of you. I don't know if it's in your stomach, if it's in your heart. Send to that part of you that feel triggered by this, because that's all it is, right? If you feel anything, you're in a neutral space. If you feel anything other than neutral, <laughs> if you feel anything at all, your ego is. Sort of triggered for some reason, right? And what you want to do is send the love. That's also what you want to do when you're being spontaneously contacted by emptiness, and you're sensing this sense of <gasps> I'm freaking out. What you want to do is send that part of you a lot of love. That's usually what that energy is. Usually, what's going to calm it down. So that you can stay in that state of an emptiness, your you can you know stay put in that state, so that you can develop that relationship. So、um, that's basically it. You reach the state of emptiness. You know, depending on your constitution, depending on how you're wired. I can tell you, it's not—it's not the same space for everybody. You may go 
the depth differs, right? So you may go to a level where you feel like, oh, I cannot go deeper anymore. But you actually can, maybe some other time. <laughs> so you can come out when you are ready. And when we talk about you know developing this relationship, is this is, this is an exercise you can do actually if you feel called to do it, you can actually do it however much you want. However frequently you want, and that's one way you can develop this relationship. And also, when you are in those occasions when you spontaneously feel that your ego is being triggered by emptiness, you starting to feel a sense of emptiness. You can do the same, which is go in into to that core of emptiness with love. For your human self,、um, that's all pretty much, you know, for what we are going to cover today. And again, you know, I want to tell you this relationship of emptiness. I said it's an important spiritual skill to master. If you want to live a life that's more free, more clear, more creative, braver, more resilient, but still, I want to emphasize it's not a route for everybody. A more universal approach, I would say, a more consistent approach, is to have, you know, consistent practices that you can do, so that you can be dialed in to your higher self on a regular basis, and that's actually why I created my Power Mornings audio course, because it's a series of practices. That you can use, you know, you don't have to wait for <laughs> the emptiness hits or some events in your life hit、um, in order to develop and grow. These are practices that you can use every day to get connected with your higher self, so that you can channel, you can embody your your light, your highest level of consciousness. More of the time, much of the time, in your daily life. So, you can check out the course at natashache.com/forward/slash/morning. And that's all for today. I will talk to you next time. <laughs>